0: Double. Oh no! What's the thing when it's hyphenated? Oh fuck! I forgot. Compound word. There we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it is. Because I don't know. I passed. I passed English. Me talk pretty. Um, <sighs> me talk very so pretty. Um, yeah, wow,
1: well, we were talking right before we started recording this, that this episode <laughs> was gonna suck. It, <laughs> it truly does.
0: Woo! I was napping. Truly, <laughs> forty-five ago. seconds ago. Yeah. <laughs> I have been stirred from my slumber.
1: Yeah, I was really excited to record, actually, but then, I don't know. It just sort of waned. I came home, and I was like, oh, this, this, maybe this will be fun. And then I was like,
0: no, probably not. What, you saw my delicious, delicious sweet cream salad, and you're like, oh. No, I mean, I yeah. found
1: that kind of depressing. Bringing home a bought salad is pretty despicable.
0: It truly was a de- sad desk lunch salad that I was like, that sounds Yeah, great, it right looks now. like I you was... worked
1: right through your lunch today and never got to eat it. <laughs>
0: I didn't know. I didn't buy it hours ago, but I did work through lunch and only had a slice of sad pizza that I paid $4.50 for.
1: Oh my god. That's a travesty in
0: itself. That right was there. it was a tr- it was a true tragedy of uh the gastrointestinal world. Yeah. Um oh, there's also a big church parking lot party going on over there.
1: Yeah, well, you know, we're getting used to it. It seems like almost all of our episodes have some kind of bed background noise that you can very, very well hear. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It picks up.
0: The world is alive. Um, Well, this happens every year. They do like a summer series, shouting in the parking lot. Sort of weird that it's on a Monday, though. I think it's like all week. Monday, the day of the Lord. That was yesterday. Uh Uh-huh. Sunday is Jesus' day. Okay, should we seriously start over? I'm no. ver- I'm very <laughs> worried about the way that this is going. No, um, but we should probably intro, like, do a thing where we acknowledge what people have been listening to in this Babel session.
1: Yeah, um, you want to do it? Go ahead.
0: Yeah. Hi, welcome to Green and Lewis, the place where people are shouting in the in the streets and people are uh, whispering into microphones on sheets on a couch. <laughs> it's a quilt, but whatever. I'm not here for picking that apart anyway no way, my promo yeah. skills are really terrible they
1: they really are Ooh. yeah you, you, you just can't you can't hang on me looking at you no because it over, freaks me over out over the course of like longer than one or two seconds no, if i <laughs> if i lock my gaze on you for longer than two seconds you just start to fall apart saw Spider-man then you want I didn't No, I didn't I see did that. see it and they had to have seen the endgame script because so much of that movie is about the fallout of,
0: of endgame I mean shit. I don't whatever know. headline you're reading is fake news I'm gonna just say that right I don't here. know it's from a thing I don't know thanks Apple News they think that they know what they what you want to hold on I need to adjust this this my robot arm is like got limp dick here and it's not holding the thing up um
1: that's why you got to spring for a better than the $12 version listen bitch it can't hold its form over time that's why you don't it's, it's the equivalent of gas station dick pills <laughs> <laughs> it works for a second but tiger pills yeah
0: i <laughs> who buys those i want to know
1: i've seen people buy them at the
0: bodega before no yeah for sure shut the fuck up yeah i thought those were they bought like the uppers like the upper pack i think well well you technically mean? It is yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> it's not like a blue pill it's just like some herbs like, yeah, um, no, it's
1: to- it's totally speaking of fake news. I mean, it's you know fake knob. What? <laughs> um, I don't think it works. It's like along the lines of ancient Chinese medicine. It's just a placebo.
0: Yeah, but I have you seen the ones that are like unlabeled? They're just like plastic. Like you should buy headphones and the silver plastic foil ones. But it's just pills.
1: I have not seen that, but I would bet that those are real. Real uh, something. Yeah, I I think those are probably real dick pills that like. People import from India or whatever, or they like buy them on the dark web and then they hawk Repackage them Vegas. Yeah, for sure. They're just like not FDA approved, but I bet they're real. Ew. You know, they'll get you hard, but they're going to give you a wang and headache.
0: A wang and headache. Wow. Choice <laughs> words. Ooh, <laughs> welcome oh. to Green and Lewis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One of our uh, field reporting sessions will not be doing that. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. Mm-mm. Olive Garden, but this episode Garden, is sponsored
1: yes? by BlueChew.com. dot com. BlueChew, dick the, pills you can chew. The fuck is BlueChew? BlueChew is a dick pill that sponsors podcasts.
0: Are you fucking kidding me? No. What is the world coming to?
1: I mean, hey, man, look, like ED is out there. People have it,
0: but you can't swallow a pill. You gotta have a chew. Well, you
1: want the You understand. You want the chewable because it works faster. It's the same reason you sniff cocaine instead of like smoking it or whatever. I don't people know. People smoke, smoke it, too. cocaine. I yeah. don't
0: know. I don't know who would want to.
1: No, but it, like it, hit, it hits your bloodstream faster when you don't have to digest it. Oh, you know, that's why you want the chewable.
0: That's like, I mean, you're already emasculated enough, and now you need a blue gummy bear. Yeah, bro. Mm-mm. No. Yeah, you
1: take your weed gummy and you take your blue chew, and you're you're up and down at the same time.
0: <sighs> wow. Mm-hmm. What if you get it mixed up and you're like, I just want to relax, and you're like, Oh
1: no, that's candy flipping in 2019. <laughs>
0: it's just gummy bears now <laughs> different druggy gummy bears doing the wrong things uh-huh. oh boy
1: yeah this is our second um attempt at recording tonight we did an abortive a uh, few minutes before so if you think this sucks it was worse i promise we you we talked
0: about don't Z worry we're n- no 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 no, oh, no, no. Yeah.
1: you exactly don't rehash the boring part this I is actually... along the lines of your promo skills man come on show some professionalism just move on mm. we'll just no. acknowledge it and that and that's it
0: never um, I like to be entrenched when I'm wrong and then dig myself deeper.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how, the, how uh, good that works out for the listener. Oh no.
0: Probably terribly. Um, all right. So that's a, okay. So, so here we are. We have to
1: make this one work. I'm not gonna, um, we're not going to do a, a, we're not going to stop. We're no more false starts. We don't want to
0: mulligan this or gill- Gilligan it. You get one mulligan
1: and we already took it. So, uh, who's
0: mulligan, by the way, I don't think mulligan is a person. It's an action I mean, I know what the golf you know action is. Term, yeah. yeah, but like, where did that arrive from? What Irishman was like so bad at golf, and they're like, "Oh, give Mulligans with us!" Oh shit! Oh yeah, he's gonna yeah. take a couple of rounds. Oh, that's Scottish. I'm sorry. Um, I think the Scots were the golf people,
1: not the Irish. The Irish were too drunk; they can't play golf.
0: That's the best way to play golf. What the fuck is wrong with you? In America.
1: Yeah, that's the American way.
0: But like who had kilt? All the
1: Irish immigrants brought it here.
0: Who had kilts? Both? Scots. Scots had kilts. How are you gonna swing in a skirt? Are you gonna swing a golf club in the skirt? Oh, I don't
1: know. You know, you get some breeze down there. Speaking oh, of your Wangus. It does
0: it does allow for a wider stance. Yeah, there you go. So you can square up, get mm-hmm. your shoulders right, and then uh Oh yeah. If it's windy, Seamus and Seamus too get a little show. <laughs> I couldn't think of another <laughs> Scottish or <Yeah>. Irish. <laughs> I was like Seamus Ferguson. Steve, I don't know. Yeah. Steve is not.
1: Seamus Ferguson. Isn't that a gallery on 26th Fergus Street? McCaffrey.
0: <laughs> you know, he can't be trusted. Um, I have a funny story about that that I'm not allowed to tell. Anyway. I just did a little joke aside. Don't explain it, you idiot. <laughs> Shut Sorry, up. <laughs> well, I'm not trying to. I'm being vague. Um, <laughs> okay. I thought you missed it. Um, no. <laughs> it's It's been a rough uh, day. A lot of A lot of things. With the guns and the peoples and the guns and the peoples and it's very sad.
1: Now oh, you're just jumping right to that. I about don't know. Six yeah. minutes in, you're not even going to riff for a little while before oh, we, we. I mean. Before we get into something really heavy that's going to make people turn off the episode. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Which, by the way, I was looking at our metrics oh, uh, as I as down? I like to oh, do, boy. and there was a massive turn down. Uh, the celebrity of Alan Prasniak got us a few listeners, and most of them decided not to return. And even Aww. the loyal listeners that we used to have, about half of them just declined. <laughs> To listen to me talk about Bernie Sanders for forty-five
0: minutes. <laughs> I mean, listen—if I could, I would. I'd be same. I, you know, I yeah. Just... You
1: have no choice. This is what happens when you, when you bring nothing to the podcast. Now we send help. Yeah. Um,
0: what? No, I didn't say that. Um, truly, it's what? It's the first week of August, first official week of August. There is nothing fun going on. It is just like summertime sadness. We are living in a Lana Del Rey song, like. Might as well get flowy skirts and start spinning. Like I don't know, that would be like an activity.
1: Yeah, that would be something. Yeah, it I would don't be know. Something. I so just
0: if you see me in Soho and I'm wearing all white, guess what? It's gonna be spinning time.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I I almost got picked up last night. Excuse? Yeah, I might as well tell this since we have Wait, nothing what? to <laughs> nothing to go on. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, I I went out I went out last night with a mutual friend of ours and uh, and uh, you know. As happens sometimes, like we're deep in a conversation and a drunk stranger wanders over, ah. ostensibly to bum a cigarette, but really just to like throw stupid opinions at two smarter people
0: or two people who are engrossed in conversation.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, so she sits down and she's talking to us, and it turns out she's a Broadway actress. She's actually like relatively interesting as far as these encounters go. Mm. Um, but you know you can't trust actors. Oh well of course not. Duh. Right away. I'm, I'm very suspicious of, of theater people. Oh yeah. They're like a little too animated right out the gate.
0: They've been trained slash are type A in a way that are wound that way.
1: Yes, and they and there is no distinction for them between the mask that they put on and like who they are in real life. I think most actors like lose themselves somewhere between a persona and a mm-hmm. real human being. Yeah. And there is no such thing. So I'm with you. Yeah. Very suspicious
0: right at the jump. But
1: it's not long for some reason before she starts talking about flat earth. Why I think I might have brought it up, honestly. I w- don't
0: think anyone would have brought that up except for you.
1: Yeah, I don't know. We were we were just, you know, having a lively conversation and
0: You never bought that dome, right?
1: No, it's too expensive.
0: So if you're listening, when I say dome and then flat earth, and you're probably like, those shapes don't go together. There's a guy who makes flat earth clock and it comes in a dome bubble thing. Is it a clock or is it just a dome? model
1: well it's a model of the flat earth that doubles as a clock
0: is it a sundial because that would be delicious it, could, it
1: couldn't be a sundial because according to them i'm sure sundials don't work
0: which yeah that's why i'm like yeah. wait a minute is it a? no it's
1: a clock because they because the to be clear the flat earthers do believe that there's a dome but it's just a 180 it's not a 360 it's not a sphere that's not it's a, a flat, flat surface with a dome over it
0: the dome is the atmosphere
1: the earth is flat yes and then the ether spelled in that medieval way of like a e t h e r combo uh is is the dome part
0: anyone listening who's like sculpturally inclined who wants to make me a flat earth um sundial um that would be some great uh lewis and green green and lewis merch
1: yeah, oh, um or for that matter, I mean we were talking about people Venmoing us last time. If you feel like Venmoing me like $3,000, I'll just buy the real thing.
0: Please don't do that. And you
1: and you'll get to enjoy looking at pictures of it, I don't guess. Don't give
0: crazy people money. You are talking about me? Well, no, giving <laughs> the people making the dome flat cloche jar earths. Ooh, don't, I'll, don't give them money. Uh
1: I'll get back to my not very good story in a second, but I did want to mention that I bought a couple new things for the collection.
0: Um, yeah. Did I already tell you this? Yeah, the disappointment, the um, Democratic Disappointment collection. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I think that's more, I think it's turning into a sub-collection. Did you
0: get the Marianne hat?
1: I didn't get the Marianne hat. I got something better, but I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to wait <sighs> until I actually receive that to debut it.
0: What was the other thing? You got that sticker that says, I'm yada, y- oh, no, that's yada yada is Marianne.
1: Yeah, uh, Marianne Williamson has a t-shirt that says, yada 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 Williamson 2020. I don't even know what that's in reference to. Who the fuck knows? Um, But it looked pretty cool. That's like a
0: Lorsum Ipsum. What is it? Lorsum Ipsum? Whatever the fuck. The filler type. Like They were like, let's get a quote from her. And she's like, I don't know, yada, 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 whatever, my thing. And they were like, literally, we did it. I think she
1: said it during the first round of debates. I'm positive that she did, but I don't remember in what context.
0: It It should have just said, girlfriend, you are so wrong. Marianne 2020.
1: Well, that would be appropriating AAVE, and that's not allowed. So...
0: Well, no, that was when she was like a little drunk on stage going like, dear Iceland, you also are Scandinavia. Who was it? What was the other thing, though? I don't remember.
1: I bought a bumper sticker uh, from Tim Ryan's campaign uh, because he had a moment with Bernie during the debates where uh, Bernie was getting heated. And Tim says, you don't have to yell, Bernie. And it was a very embarrassing moment for Tim Ryan. It made him look like a, a prissy little idiot. But apparently to him and his supporters and his staff, it was a really like cool shutdown line. So they made a bumper sticker out of it that says, uh, you don't have to yell Tim Ryan 2020. And I went on his website and I bought a bunch of them.
0: But multiples?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, they come in packs of two and I wanted more than two. Oh, so. boy. So... They're only $4 a piece. I mean, fuck it. I'll donate to Tim Ryan. I don't give a fuck. That's pretty cool. I'm going to put one on your Corolla.
0: So help me, God. She doesn't need any more abuse. No, you no, you no.
1: have to do it. You have to do it for the podcast. No, Instagram. I don't. It's pretty funny.
0: No, Come on. Um, no, no. But you should tag like places where people we know go. So they're like, oh, it's real.
1: Oh, I don't know. I think it would just I, it would be funny to put them all over New York. Like that would baffle people. People temporarily would be in general. so confused. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think everybody would immediately understand that it was ironic. There's no such thing as a Tim Ryan supporter.
0: So how are you going to support a man with two first names? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's my main thing. Like also like dude, Tim Kane just failed like as a running mate. Like you can't be Tim in politics.
1: Oh, you're anti Tim in politics. Explain this also, theory. Why
0: me. not just be Timothy? Like there's something about like, well, you know why that is. Why?
1: Okay. This is a, this is a really sweeping generalization that I think, uh, more sensitive listeners not going to like but men that use their full name rather than the abbreviated name are generally gay timothy christopher stephen michael
0: i go by the shortened name
1: that's true but that that's a consequence of y- your uh deep seated uh, closeted nature whatever it was a long time before i think you i think you could go by william and everybody would
0: accept it that'd be weird. It would be weird. It's too many concepts. But do
1: you take my point at all? I mean, I'm dead serious. I honestly <sighs> think that politicians I, I'm not saying that yeah. that's true in general, although it seems true. Well, for what I'm th- saying is that for politicians, they and their teams test which name oh, and boy. they're like, "Oh, you're from Ohio and you're like a you're like a burly chubby man. Uh, you can't go by Timothy. Your constituents think it's gay."
0: Well, mm, I think it's mostly just like it's that old thing of like, I don't want to have a beer with Timothy, but I know some Tims I get drunk with. And you're like,
1: okay, go well, running with and Tim, what you, fuck it. I'm what like, do you think is implied there?
0: Distrust. You just used the formal. redneck yeah. voice. Well, the redneck, I mean, who, who votes for someone based on I can have a beer with this person? Like, yeah, they're going to have a little twang.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like honestly, that, I think a lot of people vote that way. Ultimately, like ugh. they might not put it in terms of having a beer or not, but I think a lot of people just vote on like who they
0: vibe with. That's why so many
1: people like Marianne.
0: <laughs> That's the sad state of things. Yes. Okay, so let's go up to this. You were being picked up in a bar.
1: I'm really bad at circling. <laughs> yeah, yeah back. you're really bad Ooh. at transitions, man. You got to work on that. I am not
0: behavior. great at. It. I'm like, because I have nothing left to say about full names. I'm like, eh. Well, longs- I get. I mean, I get it. Yeah, but. I also kinda go, no. Anyway, man, this is gonna be a
1: real challenge
0: to edit. So I'm much much already edit. like wanting to kill myself tomorrow <laughs> night.
1: Uh uh, okay. Um so
0: we have two days to edit it this time. Yeah, I know, I know. Thank
1: God. Jesus Christ. We might have to do a two hour and then figure something out because oh, this is really not good. <laughs> um but uh but so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh uh me and my friend are having a nice conversation with this woman. Uh, who's an actress, and it's great, and you know, I bring up Flat Earth for whatever reason. I think she started talking about the moon landing being fake. Now I'm remembering. Oh, um, she was she was dropping a lot of science, like we don't know what the sun is made of, and I was like, actually, we do know what the sun is made of, and she's like, how do you know that? And I was like, I've just read about it, like centuries of human knowledge, like you know, the uh, usual and observation. Like we did learn this. We know what this. We know what the sun is composed of, and she's like, no, we don't know. It's a it's, ball of fire, right? that's what she said (laughs) and and while that is while that is on one level true that's like that's basically like a a dark ages understanding of this the sun is mostly hydrogen and some other elements yes the fire Mm. comes from something in other words yeah so you know so we're talking about things like this and she starts preaching about how we don't know if the moon landing happened and i was like actually the moon landing like did happen uh you can see the landing sites you know like
0: on the thing, yeah, it's yeah. there.
1: There's plenty of evidence. You know, there's rocks that return that have a different composition. Like there's, there's no shortage of evidence that yeah, the moon we landings were we can see real. it
0: like uh, down here too. That's you, thing,
1: you're like... just a millennial that like saw a documentary on the History Channel with the guy with crazy hair,
0: aliens, and now yeah. you
1: don't know what to think.
0: oh that's unfortunate. And,
1: and you know, Donald Trump's election like exploded your brain. So now instead of being a QAnon person, you're a moon landing is fake person. That's safer. <laughs> i guess so i mean i'm a jeffrey epstein true and non-person so oh, I don't boy. Know, whatever okay i guess we're all on the same page but anyway s- but so yeah so like she starts talking about flat earth at a certain point or i bring it up i don't really remember but we're talking about flat earth and i'm basically just making fun of her to her face like you know you're an idiot this is really stupid
0: as is your mo
1: and friend of mine uh, eventually hints to me he's like you know this is working and I'm like, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, you were negging. Yeah. Ew. And he's like, I'm gonna close out, like, and he goes inside and I stay out there to be polite with the woman because she's like yeah. in the middle of lecturing me about flattery. Uh huh. And he kind of peeks his head back out the door, and I'm still out there, and he's like, you know, not uh- nodding his head, like, yeah. And I'm like, uh, I gotta I gotta go. I gotta close out. And so we leave and he's like, You know, if you want to have sex tonight, like that was an inside the park home run. Oh that was the way that it was referred to.
0: I don't know if that's a park you Beca- want to play around in, though.
1: I would have been fine with it, honestly. Oh, boy. Uh, I, but, you know, I don't know. I'm a sexual, where, like, it, it, someone's...
0: Wait, 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 wait. Spell that for me because in my brain when you said it, I went S-A-P-P-Y-O-sexual.
1: It's it's sapio Yeah, that's what you think
0: you are. But my spelling is probably more correct. Sappy, like, oh, look at the teardrop on my face. Oh, all right, fine. Yeah, sappy... Hyphen O. Okay. Wow. I'm explaining jokes. Okay. Yeah. Don't do that. Anyway. So. Yeah. Why didn't you didn't want to?
1: Well, it didn't even occur to me that it was happening. I was having I was having so much fun mocking her (sighs) that I didn't realize really what was going on uh, until after the fact, and then I kind of realized that I blew it. But I also didn't care. That's what I was getting at. It's like someone being someone talking to me about flat Earth earnestly. Um, that's a fun experiment mm-hmm. in the moment. But mm-hmm. like my sexual interest, you know, talking about needing chew. I mean, I'd need 50 of them at that. <laughs> <point>. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. Like, you know, I'm shrinking up like Costanza in the pool.
0: It's cold. <laughs> um, Oh boy. That's embarrassing. We can't use that. Yeah, you can. I don't care. It's, you know, I mean, I, I, for some reason, closed out finale's on, Sunday morning.
1: Is Finelli's different than Forlini's?
0: Yes. Okay. Finelli's is in Soho. Forlini's is down in Tribeca ish. Canal Street. Chinatown.
1: Cool. We're talking about directions again. Good content. Anyway, yeah, chi- sorry, I mean, that's my fault that time. I'll own that one. No, this
0: is this is fine. It's a callback to some uh some Instagram posting. So good job. Good tying. Forlini's where the fashion set goes for some unholy reason. Yeah, so I don't know. But I honestly thought I was roofied. Really? I don't remember getting home. I don't remember the cab ride that I took. And well, I, I had two beers at the bar.
1: Really? Yeah. And you had nothing to drink before that.
0: Oh, I had a bottle of wine before that. Okay,
1: all right then.
0: There's a your lot explanation. Of seltzer.
1: So much seltzer. You self roofied by <laughs> having a bottle of wine and then having two beers with your friends. I mean, you do that all the time.
0: Not with my friends, strangers. Yeah, I just was like, I'm tired. It's one in the morning. Why am I in Soho again? Let me. Ju- I'm just gonna leave the car here and like take the train home but i'm gonna get beer first
1: uh-huh this is one of those things where i feel like a weirdo because it's very common in new york for people to go to bars by themselves yeah in situations like that like you get off work late and you just want to blow off some steam and get a beer and then you're go just home. like out yeah but i never do that and i would find it very strange to be at a bar by myself like i don't even like waiting for people for 15 minutes it's very uncomfortable but that's
0: a bar that i'm very comfortable at because i've been there a lot just through course of habit. But I was like, I don't know. Something's not right. Like, I got a lot of missing pieces. And normally I can piece them together pretty succinctly, even if I've had a lot of beverages. Yeah. I got nothing.
1: Yeah, but the the strangers that you were with, like, describe them. What was going on?
0: Middle-aged. Uh-huh.
1: Ooh. Were you just bantering with yeah. them? I mean.
0: Because the bartender was like, oh, you look like you've had a day. I'm like, uh-huh. She's like, here you go. Have a beverage. Thank you. I'm like, oh, thank you. I'm just talking to the person next to me, just like. Because at that point you're just like I'm fucking pissed. Blah blah blah. blah. All of a sudden I don't know.
1: Did you uh, leave your beverage unattended? Yes. Go jewel. Yes, I did. Uh huh. It's possible, man. Who I, would roof it? Why? I don't know. Were they middle aged? Were they a couple or something? No. Just two people. Just one per- two yeah, friends.
0: One, one person, maybe. The per- I don't know. Again, don't know. It's mind eraser, real quick. That's well, why I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't you know, Occam's
1: this. razor. I'm, I'm still tempted to blame this on the, on the prior bottle of wine.
0: Yeah, fair. But,
1: yeah. It, but if we're, if we're gonna go uh, the QAnon route and set aside reason, uh, reasonability, <laughs> uh, then fine. Yeah, like I don't know. I find couples a little bit creepier. Yeah. Like I had, a, I had an incident at a beach bar uh, when I was with a girl that we were very obviously like. Being picked up by some swingers yeah it was tough and like the they were creepy enough that i either one of them would have roofied us if it wasn't the middle of the day do you know what i mean so i don't think i don't think it's beyond um i don't think it's beyond the scope of like some people that are really trying to fuck
0: to Mm. do that Hmm.
1: but i'd be surprised if it was just a one-off stranger although you never know i don't know or somebody could have thought your drink was somebody else's i don't know yeah i don't know There's really no reason to roofie you. You're pliable enough after a bottle of wine and a beer that you can... can, I'm easy. You're down to clown. It is truly
0: like, you know, the barometer for me is very low. Um, I don't
1: know. You had a tough day at work. Maybe you were in like, um, you know, crotchety will mode and you were being a little standoffish and they thought, okay, we need to lower the drawbridge here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I mean, that's...
1: We need to storm the castle.
0: Well, nothing, you know, it didn't wake up uh, unwell. And in my own bed, I, I woke up in my own bed, so that's always like a plus. Can, can you tell me
1: this? I have heard that um, gay men in particular, I'm sure it's not just gay men, but that gay men will drink GHB recreationally.
0: Mm-hmm. You can also die very quickly.
1: From yeah, that. for sure. I mean, yeah. that's a, you know. Or they'll
0: dose themselves because it's like, woo, let me just party. and And not remember it. I don't know. I'm not. That's like the people who like to do Tina. What's Tina? Crystal meth. Oh, okay. That's what it's called. Well, in, on the grinders, like if you see someone that says T with a capital T, oh, it means that they wanna like fuck around while also smoking crystal meth. But I'm like, why? That seems again counterproductive.
1: Do people smoke it? I thought you could snort meth. I, th- I, don't I think know. that's the club version. I don't think I don't think the New York scene is about smoking meth. I'm sure people do, but I, I don't know. I, I think it's do. probably people crushing it up and like doing it off of uh, other people's penises and stuff.
0: That was just that one dash no photograph. <laughs> um, <laughs> I
1: was looking at dash no photographs the other day and Dan Colin's early work. That's really that's really embarrassing. I thought my bad story before was embarrassing, but oh yeah. No, this is I was worse, earnestly yeah. looking at it and like kind of admiring it. It was bad. It was a low moment. Like I said, I've been depressed for several <laughs> weeks now and it's like it gets worse and worse. I like you know, I've been having a tough time in the studio, and I'm like, I'm really reaching, really reaching. Yeah, oh boy. I was like looking at Dashno's polaroids and going like, mm, I wish I was like rich and a piece of shit. Yeah, you can. That's actually kind of all I want in life, if be I'm being ri- honest. Rich about and it. a piece of shit. Yeah,
0: sign me up. How do you, How do we do that?
1: I'm already the latter thing. I just, I just need to take care of the former. Yeah, part. you
0: got to be charming. You know, a bag of money, a canvas sack of money. Helps with the charm of being a piece of shit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But if you don't have the Monopoly bag, ooh.
1: Yeah, then you just have to steal other people's cocaine and make them resent you for it. Or
0: Venmo them later. Um, (laughs) Either way, um, (laughs) yeah. I I just followed Sean Landers' Instagram. Oh, I
1: forgot all about him. What's he up to?
0: Well, he just reposts a bunch of old work from the 90s. And like new things, his, and I'm like the early work is so good. His
1: his old work is very good. I was just and I just say don't
0: that. and I like you know like there are images that I'm like I've never seen those and I've looked for them and it's just like nah here's some plaid animals. I'm like I don't want plaid animals. I want the weird note taking ones. And right, right. The scrappier looking ones before he started painting like those, woke, those woke notebook
1: on. things were awesome. When I was a guard at the New Museum, um, remember that like 1993 show
0: something star no wave and blah 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 no star it had
1: a really long dumb subtitle
0: 1993 lots of commas it should have just
1: been 1993 to infinity you know that like hip hop album
0: what never mind
1: souls of mischief for all the heads out there for all the let me also say what? backpack wearers
0: Mm, yeah, anyway, I wouldn't know I'm a tote bag bitch. Uh, <laughs> title get of up. It. you were, Yeah, tote yes! bag bitch. You Ugh. always
1: get them. You do get them.
0: Two for two. Yeah, tote Ugh. bag
1: bitches listen to The National. Duh. Backpack true heads listen to Souls of Mischief. But anyway.
0: And also uh, Everclear. Weren't you what?
1: Excuse me. I was listening to Everlast.
0: Everlast, Everclear. I don't remember. It That's so something. funny
1: that you bring that up to So So the other day, Will and I, Will and I were in a bar uh, waiting to see a movie and the um everlast song what it's like came on and i hadn't heard it in a while but it was one of those like moments where i suddenly realized that i know all the words to that song from hearing it a thousand times 20 years ago
0: shout out q104 thank yeah thank you um
1: but anyway I, I i should have brought this up before uh yesterday i was listening to that song on repeat unironically
0: unironically
1: absolutely unironically again huh. again man uh The manic depressive when I'm when I'm down in these valleys like you just never know what's gonna happen and I was listening to that song thinking like man this song's like actually kind of touching
0: what it's pro
1: it's it's you know it's pro empathy for homeless people don't judge people for getting abortions Um, what drug dealers that get killed on the corner they're not bad they just made a mistake
0: Wait a minute. I mean, that's the basic. Those are the lyrics in the song? That's
1: the basic three verses of the song. I've
0: truly never listened to any of them.
1: We've all seen a man at the liquor store begging for
0: your change. Wait, these are the words? I don't know. I've never listened to the verses. Oh, yeah. The verses are the whole song. I've also blocked out all of it because I heard it so much that my ears just go. (laughs) <laughs> you just get a swan song when it comes on. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, here's some tinnitus ring. And uh yeah, nope. And you're like, oh, well.
1: Oh. But yeah, I was listening to it like, you know, I don't know, feeling bad for myself, feeling bad for society realizing i don't really have it that bad but yeah, i'm but still you... sad and it made me feel worse
0: yeah but you like feeling bad
1: i do i do so like this is not it's not even like well i told you the other day my comprehensive theory of music which is music is only there to make you get fucking hyped or to make you feel
0: sad yeah
1: if you listen to music for any other reason you're doing it wrong
0: what if you don't listen to music
1: i think more and more uh, a lot of people don't really listen to music people listen to podcasts but uh, yeah, I. But you know, everybody hears music, right? Like, yeah. even if you don't want to actively listen to it, you are going to hear it in your life. But if you decide to listen to it, you need to listen to Eye of the Tiger and get super fucking pumped and ready to punch somebody, mm-hmm. or you need to like listen to Death Cab for Cutie and remember your failed high school relationships and simultaneously pine for them.
0: At least, okay. So this is you remember
1: we... like steamy car windows, but then also
0: like. <laughs> <laughs> wow um, Yeah I, As someone who didn't have any high school steamy Car windows oh, yeah, okay. So all of that like wistfulness is just like You're just like sad because it feels sad There's no actual association
1: Oh my god that's so much worse
0: Yeah it's like an empty Empty hole of non-localized Non-located sadness But then when you realize it you're just like I'm sad because I'm lying to myself Oh my god Yeah
1: Wow, so your sadness just revolves around a black hole
0: of nothing. So who's who's sadder now, bitch? Yeah, that's much sadder. <laughs> that's much sadder. I'm well adjusted. But you know now. what?
1: But then that makes me feel bad for being so privileged and sad and it makes me feel worse, which
0: feels good. Yeah, f- <laughs> oh god this is my dialect i actually don't think i actually don't think yeah i don't think it's not a bipolar or manic depressive anymore i think you just need to see a dominatrix and she'd work you out and feel you'd be like i do feel bad but it feels great thank you thank you ma'am oh i don't know i
1: don't know about that I, you know i've done submissive before and the other way around i I, i'm not convinced
0: Mm. Mm. you know you just need someone to like not like in the you know, truly just in the not, like, nothing sexy way, just, like, you just do the thing where, like, you sit down on a couch, like, it's a therapist's office, but the person's just, like, you're a terrible person. And you're like, I know.
1: Well, no, I convince myself of that all the time. Th- no. th- this, is, this is my whole trick, is, like, you... I, I like to imagine and construct for myself that I have an undiagnosed mental illness. That way, all my piece-of-shit decision-making and all my, like... Uh, Real material failures in life can be sloughed off on this um, unknown but quantifiable thing that I definitely didn't invent, but I almost certainly have that isn't my fault. I like to uh, cast my agency uh, out into the world, uh, and then I definitely... Didn't start a podcast so that I could describe these things and get even deeper and deeper into this inception of being confused.
0: Oh boy! About
1: whether or not I feel real emotion, or if I'm a sociopath, or if oh, I'm sad, or if I just want to make way? myself what the fuck feel is sad. You? Oh, if you're well, a- I have to convince myself that I'm special. That's part and parcel with the whole scheme. Everyone's it special. doesn't work unless I'm unique in the world.
0: Well, you are. Yeah, one year apart, and you are a millennial. huh? Just want to be. You want to get your trophy, bro. I
1: am a millennial. What do you mean? I don't know. Are we? Yeah, d- absolutely, dude. What the fuck
0: are you talking? I don't about? know anymore. We're
1: squarely in the middle of millennial. You realize that millennial started in like 1980. Oh. And ended I in like 1995.
0: Oh, I fucked
1: up. I don't know anymore. You're talking about Zoomers, man. They're all, they're all watching the Fortnite World Championships and uh, talking what? about PewDiePie and watching Instagram models like eat raw eggs ew we have no access to their culture no
0: no yeah i don't yeah i mm, mm, no the youth confuse me they're like i watched this video i'm like what where on youtube what what's the youtube um, yeah
1: i don't know this is a really bad episode i usually apologize at the end but i'm I going think, to apologize no, in the I middle i think these
0: weird these weird uh uh side ramps are actually kind of funny um they're sadly funny um but we're not throwing a pity party goddammit.
1: Why, do you think I'm trying to throw a pity party right now?
0: Like throwing pity parties. I do like yourself, throwing yeah. pity
1: parties, but I just described my whole meta scheme. So I'm not throwing a pity party right now, but I'm describing about why I like to do that.
0: Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, secret's out. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, yeah, but, you know, if you have some uppers, just send them in a zip, you know, not the blue kind, not the blue chew uppers, the other uppers.
1: You could send the Bluetooth ones, too.
0: Ew. Yeah. That's disgusting.
1: Why not? Ugh. (laughs) I could just read some Karl Marx and take a boner pill, and that would really be, like...
0: So then it can be a hands-free reading experience?
1: (laughs) Well, the book's really thick. I mean, you could use it...
0: (sighs) Anyway. What is it? Miss me with that shit, bro? Yeah. Is that what the children say? Um... So we did see a movie as was, you know, pre-movie. Um, we were oh, at, oh, wow. But, but You're really going to go with No, that? I'm going to go to the nice next. Nice transition. No, That's transi- really I'm, elegant. I'm transitioning to the 60-40 bar or the 30-50 bar next to the movie theater. Anyway, so... That's a better transition, we we were honestly. Talking you should b- just <laughs> say anyway. So anyway, we were talking about music and at one bar and then went to a 30-50... Sl- uh, bar, which is a variation on a theme of the sixty forty bar. Can
1: you explain this concept? Because I learned it
0: uh, that night when you explained okay, it to me. So those of you who have ever watched Gilmore Girls know what a all six... one of you. I think I I couldn't even get you through one episode.
1: Nah, it sucked. It was
0: terrible. They talk too fast. It's, it doesn't hold up. Anyway, a sixty forty bar is where sixty year old men go to hit on forty year old women, usually divorces soon-to-be-divorcees, divorcees undivorce people, just looking for a good time. There's usually a piano, there's a guy singing Sinatra badly. I think
1: this is exemplified by George Clooney's character from Burn After Reading, where he goes out with Frances McDormand and he still has his wedding ring on, but he's like, oh, but don't worry, we're separated. And he brings her back oh, to her home. a lot of separation. And yes. there's boxes staged all over the place so that he looks like she's moving out, but Really, definitely just a not. cheater.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, duh. I mean, truly. Um, also, that had all, you know, you couldn't take a picture because of the uh, smoky glass mirrors. That's so no one can take a picture.
1: Right. You have plausible deniability. That'll be me. blurred in the smoky mirror. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so the 30 50 bar is just a variation on that. Or it just skews 10 years younger. The gender things are actually track 50 year old men, 30 year old women. Sure. And we and it's or men and men yeah I mean, it's crossed
1: know, yeah i was gonna say it's cross sexuality at this point
0: decent happy hour beverage but it was the strangest thing of being in the east village and going like i do not belong here like that that was a very strange culture jam that i'm like i i don't belong the bartender has a bow tie the last time a bartender had a bow tie i was at a a gay piano bar in midtown and that didn't end well either
1: well, that particular stretch there on Second Avenue is really weird because it's NYU territory, but also along the lines of this 50 30 concept. I think that like wealthier Manhattanites, middle aged people, go yes. down there to kind of slum it. Like they think it's cool because it's college y. So you have certain bars like this one where there's people in bow ties to cater to the Upper West Side set. And then you have the like trashy broiness of everything else on St. Mark's, which is worse. I think, yeah, I don't know. I think both are just as bad. Because there's a lot of. St. Mark's th- is a little bit better because there's some authentic coolness to it. Like there's cool Japanese kids that hang out down there.
0: I don't know. I mean, the oldest bar on St. Mark's closed, which RIP Grassroots um, was haunted, lovingly haunted, oh. had a popcorn machine. A pitcher was $6. So you would just go there, split a pitcher on a Tinder date, and then decide you didn't like each other and just got tanked with each other and had some popcorn. Popcorn. Like, New York is a strange place. We, we saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is very much this love letter to L.A., and when you're watching it, there's all these pans of things from mid-century that are still extant, that are still neon, they're still original. The original Taco Bell warms my heart. That was really cool. That was That's still there. Yeah, and cool. the original restaurant that Taco Bell knocked off is across the street, um, because that's real. Um, but, like, we don't have that here. Like, we just chrono chaos plow it down slap a new thing on it like fuck it oh yeah i mean there's nothing's precious there's
1: no architectural preservation here in particular
0: There is
1: not really i mean mean, largely as a result of like uh giuliani and bloomberg like no there really isn't i mean primacy is given to developers yeah so you don't give a fuck like my, my um formative new york moment early on in living here was uh I was listening to too much of Mark Marin's podcast and I wanted to go see where the original comedy store was. Um, oh, yeah. So I, I, w- I was
0: there on this day.
1: <laughs> I went up to Hell's Kitchen and I, I believe, I can't, I can't remember now, but I believe it was at like 45th and 9th or something like that. I thought it was 49th and 9th. Maybe some, somewhere thereabouts, but it turns out it's just a Chipotle. now. Yeah, I was going to say Google Chipotle,
0: <laughs> Hell's Kitchen, which, why is there a Chipotle in Hell's Kitchen? Gays don't eat Chipotle.
1: Well, dude, Hell's Kitchen is just, um, Huts and Yards now, so yeah. nobody lives there anymore. That's not a real neighborhood.
0: No, I remember that stroll. You're just like, wait, where is it? I'm like, the Chipotle. You're like, what do you mean? I'm like, the Chipotle. And the level of sadness that washed over your face, as I recall, because I think we walked down from somewhere, and you're like, oh.
1: <gasps> it's not that the Chipotle was in a converted building. It was just demolished, and now it's a Chipotle. Yeah. single-story, like, Sad Chipotle building. that looks like it was transplanted from Dayton, Ohio.
0: Oh, yeah, just drop down. Oh, yeah.
1: Prayers update and don't take A-Chan H. away.
0: Oh, yeah, well, you want to talk about A-Chan? No, H. we then? can't talk about that now, dude. We're Thank 48
1: God. minutes into this episode, and it's barely usable, and we're going to have to recover yeah, it's great. something. Yeah, this is there. great. So do you want to talk about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, or what?
0: I think we should talk about the theater that we saw it in, which was wild. Yeah, we, we, can, start, we can start with
1: that, but I want to real quick say, um, hopefully we'll end up using this section, that we're going to spoil it. So if you didn't see it and you're interested in seeing it, it's just common courtesy, in my opinion, to say, like, stop listening right now because I'm not going to hold back once we start talking about it. Or we'll save you 20 bucks. I mean... No, it's a good movie. You should go and see it. I mean, it's very rare. Let me say this. It's very rare that you go into a public space and see art anymore, like, with a group of people. So whether you like Tarantino or not or whatever, you know, issues you have like go and see this movie because it's not a marvel movie it's like a real movie
0: people still clap at the end yeah
1: and you're gonna and you're gonna have an enjoyable experience with the crowd even if you uh walk get, away from it not liking it so much and maybe
0: get bored around 45 minutes in. Well,
1: then that's fine and that's but that's worth that's worth preserving for people i would highly recommend you see this movie one way or another it's a cultural event and these things are increasingly rare so um
0: uh yeah okay
1: don't watch the movie uh Or, well, rather, don't listen to this until you've seen the movie.
0: No, I thought it was fine. I was confused. Someone asked me, like, what'd you think? I'm like, odd.
1: Uh, Yeah. Odd. I got nothing. Odd. I've been saying a very similar thing. I've had a really hard time responding to the question of did you like it or not? Because I did like it, but I have to always sort of qualify that when people ask me of, like, this was a really weird Tarantino movie. It was slow. It was subtle. There's not any action until the very end. It was very uncharacteristic. I the think, action
0: took place over eight minutes, maybe
1: maximum. Probably not even. I mean, I mean, the the last few minutes of the movie are an amazing, like virtuoso Tarantino over-the-top action scene that's both very funny and very violent. But the rest of the movie is
0: sort of aimless. It's a little long. Not a little
1: long. It's over it's long.
0: Was it? Did you feel like it was kind of like an M Night Shyamalan? Oh, and a twist. Um, I felt a little twisty. It was a little twisty, but like I kind of, I
1: kind of saw that coming. Oh, I did not. I did not. Well, we should say you didn't know going in that it was even about the Manson murders, right? No, right. No fucking. I I did know that, and so like over the course of the movie, the way that um, Sharon Tate was being played by Margot Robbie.
0: I um, think was masterful. It was great.
1: And the way that the and the way that the movie was playing out.
0: Oh, sorry. Uh Amber alert just buzzed the shit out of my phone. So, anyway, sorry. Well,
1: that's a worthy interruption. Um so I guess there's a 4-year-old being raped while we're recording this anyway. Um uh the way that Margot Robbie was playing Sharon Tate and knowing going in that it was about the Manson murders and then uh. watching how long it was and how withholding Tarantino was of that final scene, I figured something was up. Mm. And because the whole movie focuses on Leo and Brad Pitt's characters, it was a s- virtual certainty that they were going to be involved in this somehow. Yes. And then so the, when, when you finally get to the moment where the hippies are driving the car up and hilariously Leonardo DiCaprio confronts them with like a pitcher full of margaritas, you know that he's going to be involved. Yeah, it's not going to Like yet. they're not going to go for Sharon Tate, they're going to go for him. So it was like, yeah. it was... It was it was a twist, um, but not in any meaningful way. Like M Night Shyamalan's entire movie hangs on the twist. That's uh, just like a little fun thing yeah. at the end, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh, now that I'm thinking about that Margarita moment, like I know you wanted Kurt Russell's jacket because Kurt Russell is in this movie for some unholy reason and narrating it. Um, you wanted that that little like jacquard robe, the shorty robe. I want so bad. That Leo was wearing Uh, in that that final So good. Yeah. Like, it's a perfect weird period piece. Like, everyone is, like, like the again, it's a Tarantino thing, so, like, the detail is impeccable. So you're like, ooh, this is L.A. in the... It was 1969, I believe. In 69, like, yeah, this is what that looked like. I don't know how they did all the cars and the signs and the neon, because, like, the, like, iconic Tanya poster, which I don't know what Tanya is, but was like in the background of multiple shots. Cause like, it's just about the idea of like starlets reigned supreme in these like weird sea movies.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, it, it gets back to the, the, um, the thrust of the movie is this whole meta idea. I think of like what movie stars are. So yeah. the casting of like Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio is obvious, uh, in this way. It's sort of like both of them, not necessarily in the twilight of their careers, but Verging on, like, mature actors, like, they're old now.
0: Well, they're, you know? they're now self-aware actors.
1: And they're sort of the last movie stars in Hollywood. I mean, that can carry low-budget movies just by their name alone. I mean, yes. I think that's why they're cast, right? Yeah. Um, and so, like, you know, like, playing, like, Dean Martin and Sharon Tate off of Leo and Brad Pitt is this meta layer to the movie like you're you're watching you're watching two um two of the last movie stars make a movie
0: about movie stars and maybe yeah and maybe like the whole idea of the ingénue or the up-and-comer playing the up-and-comer and just doing it all just by sheer force of the looks in her eyes yeah 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 like
1: um like we're that's talk- actually really good casting. It was incredible. And we're talking we're talking about Margot Robbie, obviously, but you know, a lot has been made in the media coverage of this movie of like, oh, Margot Robbie doesn't have any lines and blah blah blah. And it's like she gives a virtuoso performance as an actor with very little dialogue. And it's kind of condescending of all the woke people to be like, oh, she was disregarded in this movie. No, she features no, she's... prominently in this movie and she does a lot with just her face and her body language. It's a really incredible performance. That's
0: impactful. It's almost like a stage performance in this yes. weird way. Which, like, you know, like, what, five years ago, like, or if you're David O. Russell, you would be like, Jennifer Lawrence is going to do it and say no lines, but that bitch could not act a- out of a paper bag. Well, like, Jennifer Lawrence could not do a subtle performance
1: she has to ad-lib all of this like over-the-top um campiness like she does in american hustle and it's like that shit actually kind of sucks that doesn't make you a good actress that makes you um a theater kid anne hathaway is very much this way with like ugly crying like a lot of the the bigger actresses of today are um
0: too over the top i think you're just still salty about your actress fail just kidding no moving on (laughs) Your actress bar failure, just like, ooh, over well, the Well, I'm not, you know, you know that, I'm yeah.
1: not I'm not salty about it, but if, you know, yeah, if, if there's some... Uh,
0: <laughs> residual. If
1: there's some, yeah, if there's some residual regret creeping in, I mean, that's that might as well be the title of my autobiography.
0: Residual regret. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. That's a great title.
1: No, it's actually not.
0: I've seen worse. <laughs> anyway, no, but yeah, what I'm, what I'm saying is basically like, you know, like this story seems like it should be a David O. Russell or a... Uh, Alexander Payne's like it did seem they, like one of those they movies. could have done this but they would have been very wistful and ennui filled right this is like it's got like on in it but it's also like winking at the idea like you know we don't fucking care actually like we can do this kind of like self-aware like sadness but like it's funny well it's incredible which is Leo's fun. entire thing yes it's incredibly funny but um it is like sort of an elegiac movie well, it's basically the sadness of there's no more movie stars.
1: That's right. There's no more movie stars and there is no real cinema. Like I just did air quotes with my hands. Like mm. I and I think that's actually kind of true. I mean that circles back to what I was saying before of like I don't want to spoil this movie for people because even if you feel a way about Tarantino, like go and see this movie with a crowded theater, like you're gonna get an artful experience uh with the public. That doesn't happen mm. a lot, and that's what cinema's about. And like Tarantino can provide that by his clout alone. And, like, you know, something like a Marvel movie or a Fast and the Furious movie also provides that, but with absolutely no substance. At least there's something to chew on in Tarantino movies. Yeah, and, you know... And it's sort of like a retrospective of his own career. There's a lot of layers to this movie, and formally it's beautiful. And, like, rather than the, the beautiful cinematography be used towards action, it's used in really small ways. No,
0: for scene setting. Yeah. It's about squaring up what's going on and setting the scene, which, like... You know, the again, we saw it in 70 millimeter and I was like, I don't know if we really needed to do that. But honestly, the look of neon in film looks beautiful. It's absolutely incredible. Oh, that light you can't get any other way. Because neon does the same thing that like LEDs can't do. Like when you're in the presence of LEDs, like the level of coldness is so shit that you're just like, oh, it's so fucking bright. Like there's no hum. Yes. Which the hum of... You know, hum or clack or whatever. Of. Well,
1: I was noticing a l- it a lot in the intensity of the blues. Like, uh, this relates to LEDs. Like, the coldness of a blue LED light is sort of attractive in a cheap way, but like neon blue is this very different kind of like phosphorescent color. And because yeah, it's very low on the register. And for film can actually convey that. Like, it can convey a blue color that is incredibly luminous, but is also really deep. Yeah. Like digital projections cannot do that. They're like a little too whited out. Yeah. Um, it reminded me in a lot of ways of like William Eggleston photographs. Like one of the yeah. reasons his color photographs are so good because he uses that very intense, like dye sublimation process yes. that's hard to print. Um, it's really similar to the quality of film where like it's a little bit grainier, but the color intensity, um or well, not the intensity, the color Subtlety. richness. Yeah. It's like oil paint versus acrylic, mm-hmm. where like you can really um you can really see that. And like seeing Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in film, I think is a must. I think I could take or leave the 70 millimeter. Like the formatting to me didn't matter I so much. I think it's
0: just film like projected through a light. You the know.
1: quality of film and that flicker and the slight noise on things, like it yeah. mattered a lot. The velvety appearance of it is beautiful. It also adds another like conceptual layer because this movie is so much about. Um, watching things on TV, watching things in theaters. There's yeah. multiple scenes of picture-in-picture.
0: Picture. Or just watching TV for five straight minutes, and you're like, what? Well, yeah,
1: One of Margot Robbie's best scene in the movie, talking about her subtle performance, is her watching her own movie as Sharon Tate. So you cut to scenes of real Sharon Tate with Dean Martin, and you cut back to Margot Robbie's like nerding-out on her own performance. But you're caught in this sort of uh, weird feedback loop of like you're watching a fake actress play a real actress, you're watching the real actress's scenes. There's a lot of back and forth. But That's also
0: you're watching maybe Margot Robbie watch that movie, The what was it, The Wild Bunch? No, no it wasn't.
1: It was something like that. It's not a movie anybody's ever seen, who cares? It's a Dean Martin, Sharon Tate vehicle from the yeah. 60s. It's a but it's movie.
0: the idea of like, I wonder if she even watched it before that, where it was just like, he was just like, just watch it, watch this movie, and we're just going to film you. No, no, no. Like I'm in su- a Warholian kind of thing.
1: I see what you're getting at, but I'm positive that any professional actor has seen almost every movie. And mm. as research for a film like this, after yeah, they probably, read the script, yeah. would have seen the movie. Because yeah. they need to know how to react in an intimate way. Like, r- remember, she's playing Sharon Tate, so she was in the scene. Like, yeah. again, like Margot Robbie's performance. The
0: fami- yeah, the familiarity needs to be apparent and and that's what's so
1: virtuoso about her performance is you can see in margot robbie's reactions that she's remembering
0: doing Doing the the scene not really watching the scene you're also told that with that really racist bruce lee thing yeah is it even racist that guy's it was weird there's a fake bruce lee in this movie and it gets ass handed to him yeah brad thrown against a blue that's actually the
1: only other moment of action other than the end scene is when uh brad pitt like uh Dwayne the Rock Johnson style, like throws him into a car and dents the car to oblivion. Like, yeah, that's one of those super heroic things where, like, Bruce Lee would have been dead. A normal person would be dead. Oh, yeah, b- based on that dent in a car.
0: Oh, I mean, were cars cheaper then? No, they were no, more expensive, they were they they're heavier, yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, they were actually made of metal, not of like fiberglass.
0: Yeah, so that's some, uh, that's a broken rubber six. But, you know, as as
1: far as, like, is the Bruce Lee character racist or not? Like, sort of, yeah. But
0: I think that's one of those things where it's a Tarantino thing of, like, Bruce Lee was so, like, haughty, so fuck him, let's take him down a peg, because, like, yes. all the other, like, movies of that, of, like, a kung fu-style movie are, like, a little more subtle, they're not so ego of, like, ah, oh, right, I will take on 16 men, yes, let me just, uh, bicycle kick you, you know, that seems, like... Yeah, it seems haughty probably to him who some, someone's like, no, let's actually get into like some narrative and some like historicity with some of these films. Like even like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon is like this beautiful version of being onerous to those movies. Right. Whereas Bruce Lee's like, no, I'm a star, motherfuckers.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and I I don't know, like, in defense of Bruce Lee, historically, it's much like Muhammad Ali, where it's like, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess, people of color or minority people at that time would have had to, f- like, be pretty verbose to get ahead. Yeah. And to become those kind of stars, you would actually have to proclaim it and, like, sort of fight for it. You couldn't be given it.
0: Yeah. Um, there is a funny part where he talks about, like, me versus Cassius Clay, I would destroy him. And they yes. all just kind of giggle. And I'm like, but this would have been historically after... He got knocked out by Muhammad Ali.
1: Cassius Clay and Muhammad Ali are the same person. Wait, what? Yeah, Muhammad Ali. Did I just fuck that up? Wait, yeah. who
0: in the Mad Men fight? Who is
1: you're that? talking about? Joe Lewis and Cassius Clay. That oh. that Ma- that Mad Men episode is right when he took the moniker of Muhammad Ali and started his performance of being like. Um, a sort of, you know, that's sort of like what Mr. T is based on, like oh. the boxer that is like a promotional persona and, yeah. and a really good fighter second. Like Muhammad Ali kind of started that, but he his name was Cassius Clay, and then when he converted to Islam, he took Muhammad Ali. Oh, I don't think And so that, that Joe Lewis fight in Mad Men is the first fight um as, as Muhammad, Muhammad Ali. Oh, uh, okay. Um, you know, and in the context of like um, Malcolm X and the Nation of Islam and like the Civil Rights Movement, that was like a really really like uh aggressive political stance to yeah, take. yeah which is why in that madman episode like basically m- most of the people in that episode bet against muhammad ali it's implied because of his lefty leanings because of his lefty leanings and because of his presentation uh. not because of his skill. oh yeah
0: because yeah because there's a thing of he's too proud oh boy which is funny because that okay now that actually makes that scene a little more funny because like bruce lee proud proud man is saying he could knock down this other proud man, and they're like, no, you are a little man. We throw you against car. <laughs> yeah, right. Muhammad Ali would just uh, literally punch your brain six feet away from your head. Huh. All right. Okay, so, okay, I learned things. This is a learning podcast for all listeners and me, because I don't remember stuff.
1: Uh, do you have anything else to say about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Um... Did anything stand out to you? What's
0: her name? Girls. Lena Dunham. She's in that movie for some reason. She, if you go see it, just start booing when she shows up on screen. It took me a while because I honestly thought it was a 45 year old woman on screen. And then I, it, you know, the camera got closer and I was like, <gasps> ugh. She done ruined the idea of like New York for people. That's my Lena Dunham hot take. She ruined shit. Because it was widely promoted that she was like the new Carrie Bradshaw. Like whatever character she played. What was her character? Marnie? No, that was.
1: I have no idea. I've only seen a a scant few episodes of Girls. Um, I remember she uh, has a one-night stand with a guy in a concrete tube. Excuse me? Yeah. They, like, fuck in a sewer tube on a construction site. And then she goes home, and she tells her mom about it. And her mom's like, did you use protection? And she's like, no. And her mom's like, you should be more careful. And that's how the episode ends. It's, like, one of the first episodes of the first season.
0: I think I cashed out when she... Like, in the first episode of the second season, like, fucks Donald Glover just because, like, there's a brown person in the show for the first time in 15 episodes. Mm-hmm. And he's just a prop, and you're like, girl, you're you're done.
1: How come they don't get Childish Gambino to do Colt 45 ads?
0: Because he is not Lando Calrissian. He basically is. No.
1: He could do Colt 45 ads as Lando Calrissian, and the tagline could be, this is America. And everybody would, <laughs> everybody would love that. Oh, show.
0: that's so dark. Oh, no. <laughs> that's. <laughs> oh, oh, your advertising company would be the dark place. My advertising company would be so successful. No. No, it would not. <laughs> People would be like, oh, God, no. No, we're going to go with Ogilvy. No, this is bad. What's McC- what did McCann offer us? Uh, the same thing. Yeah, just do that. No, 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 no. I don't know.
1: Anyway, man, may- maybe we should just stop recording. I mean do you want to I mean we could if you want to talk more we should talk a little bit more about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because we did the uh, you know I did my Cassius Clay explainer and then we just kind of dropped it Yeah. I mean is there anything else you want to talk about with regard to that movie there's a lot to say
0: I don't know I feel like that's the kind of thing where like there's a lot to say but it's also like it's all very self not self aware it just lays itself bare if you're paying attention it also carries that idea like the idea of mystique in general that like explaining mystique seems like a futile effort i think
1: one of the reasons it's a hard movie to talk about that you're laying out right there is that i'm not a film nerd i don't really care about like classic hollywood mm, yeah um i've seen a lot of movies but like a lot of schlock not a lot of iconic I schlock, cinema yeah. you know so um it's not my favorite tarantino movie for exactly that reason because a lot of you know a lot of reviews and a lot of the pop culture around this right now is like oh maybe it's one of tarantino's best and like i really don't think so
0: Um, it's the best contender for an oscar
1: maybe but what but what you but what you said about mystique is exactly right like this movie is a weird movie it's it's a slow burn it's kind of plotless it's a series of vignettes like go in you know go in knowing you're gonna view something strange it doesn't have the appeal of a It doesn't have a pop appeal. I really don't think it does. I mean, it hasn't a pop aesthetic, but underlying that is a lot of like academic exercise. Yeah. You know, it feels like sort of a chore. It's a little bit laborious.
0: But that's why, but also, like, again, the same thing of like Mystique. Like, there's the ineffability of certain parts of it, but it's like once you name the puppy, the joy gets sucked out. That's true. Like, there's no enjoyment, and which is maybe why it's a little boring is because you can clock everything and name every referent which is why like if you're like savvy it either makes you like cream your pants or you're like okay and like okay you showed me this you showed me this you're showing me or you're telling me you're showing me i'm being over explained to right but there are the little like you know crackles of magic which those crackles of magic like I don't want to talk about it like it's just something to experience.
1: Yeah, you should just go experience it. I, I would agree with that. Like I think there's a lot of crackles of magic in the movie, but my criticism of it would be um, I think of Tarantino as a more entertaining director, and this is maybe his artiest movie. It's also the feediest movie. Oh, absolutely. I, it's his So many fucking movie. Fe- dirty, nasty. Ugh. He's always done that, but you know what? He was kind of selling me on it in this one.
0: Oh, hippie feet, like Shrimp City. Like, no, ma'am, mm. no. <laughs> Put your feet away. You're wearing boots. Put them back in. Like, oh, I don't need to see this. Put the toes pushed against the windshield was the most disgusting image I think I've ever seen. Like, eh, it wasn't that bad. It's not my thing, but I could get on board. Oh, no. I just uh, dirty, dirty feet. Dirty hippie California feet. Put them away. Well,
1: we all know what Will's fetish isn't.
0: <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> now, I as someone is a new newfound sandal wearer in the summer in the city. I'm like, now nah, put your fucking feet away. Like, I'm almost shamed into putting shoes back on. Wow, the
1: Tarantino movie made you reconsider your own comfort.
0: Yeah, oh, that's good. But I got hot foot, so like, I don't know, I can't do it.
1: Yeah, that's the New York City version of trench foot. Like, people in World War I died from too much water in their boots. Uh, people in New York die from too much uh, brake dust on their toes.
0: Well, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I did like, there was a piece of glass that got stuck to the bottom. When I was walking, I was like, I'm scratching. These are foam. I was like, "Oh, I was mere, you know, centimeters away from glass shredding my open foot." The fuck am I doing with my life? This is insane. I had a dream
1: the other night that I went into an abandoned building in bare feet, and the floor of the building was covered in syringes, like used syringes. I had like an what I, Yeah, fuck? I had like an AIDS terror dream. I woke up with that with that rushing sense where I was like, "Because oh, I thought like."
0: Did you feel the stabbing pain like or imagined? I did
1: I I was feeling stabbing pain all over my feet and I forg- I forget you know it was very uh hazy as dreams are but I was following somebody through this abandoned building and I didn't have shoes and they did and they kept insisting that I follow them and I was just stepping on all these syringes like and I mean millions of them like not like a few here and there I mean like the like the floor was syringes Imagine like a beach uh of sand but rather than sand it was syringes and i was walking all over them and Ooh. and they were stabbing me and like i was bleeding it was like i know w- we're
0: not supposed to check the phones but i kind of want to know what syringe floor dream thing means
1: it was it was really bad i mean it was an aids fear dream like even in the dream no. I, I knew that that's what was happening was i was risking hiv and hepatitis and for some reason i was still following this person
0: you didn't get a hep shot as a youth
1: no i did i did yeah. i you know no, no, no! I'm Apparently, c-
0: hepatitis C is making a comeback.
1: Well, people don't have health insurance, you know. It's like, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> like oh, it boy. just goes by. Anyway, that's probably a Wait, good place I ca- to stop.
0: I kind of want to, a- so I want to ask a sidebar question. All right. So we have more content to.
1: I don't want to sift through more content.
0: Well, you're gonna probably. This is the last one. This is the last question. This better to. be
1: good. This better be good.
0: I. How often do you remember your dreams? Very, very. I. Hard. Rarely. Like, and then the ones I do, I'm just like, fuck is going on in my goddamn subconscious. And I'm I, like, oh.
1: I would say I remember my dreams at maximum three times a year. Probably even less than that, honestly.
0: Who are these people who can just do that all the time? I'm like, are you well-rested, motherfuckers? Like, I don't understand.
1: Yeah, I think I think generally more healthy people that don't drink as much tend to remember their oh. dreams. And, and also, like, you can practice remembering your dreams. I mean, when we lived on Quincy, I had a phase where I was, like, writing down my dreams, and I was remembering more of them.
0: You had a dream journal? Yeah. Totally. Aww. <laughs> uh, no, see, I think it's fascinating that, I don't know, like there are people who will you know we have people that we know and people out in the world who are like i had this crazy dream and they're gonna tell you about it and like the pop culture trope is what's the worst thing that you can do is tell someone about yeah a dream. you shouldn't talk about your dream but i do like i it's so rare that i'm always like i know the faux pop and i'm like i had one guys like it's real no i know what you mean yeah dreams yeah, yeah. are real who
1: knew well in in telling in telling you right now about that dream that was sort of me remembering it in the moment mm. like do you know what i mean yeah, yeah. like i i didn't i hadn't thought about that since i'd had it mm. i remembered it in the waking moments you know yeah but it was just through the conversation that you triggered it for me i didn't truly remember it i haven't been thinking about it yeah it just sort of came up That, and i think that's typically how i manifest remembering my dreams is triggering moments i don't yeah. i don't keep
0: them I don't no, think No, yeah, there's them. no mind palace that they get filed away. Yeah. No, no, no. no, I don't know. No, the last one that I remember vividly was like I kept trying to light a broken cigarette. Which ooh, that dream interpretation is not great.
1: Sounds like you need some dick pills from the bodega.
0: No, it actually has nothing to do with that. Uh no. No. A no, broken don't. stalk? No, not even. Mm. I know you're reaching. Not really.
1: We'll let the audience be the judge. This broken phallic metaphor you stuck in the oral phase in Freudian terms?
0: Yeah, it means that I'm...
1: Smoking pole?
0: Been, yeah, I've been like sucking some soft dicks, some broken dicks. Um, that's when you take a little trip to City MD and get a pill and a shot, and you're good to go. Um, <laughs> if you're going yeah, to back me into they this give corner... That,
1: they give you that unlabeled pill from the bodega. <sighs> okay, we should end the episode. I have way too much material to go through. This is going to be such a pain in my ass tomorrow.
0: I know, isn't it fun?
1: I don't know. Sometimes I think that, though, and then I re-listen to them the next day, and I'm actually like, what difference does it make? Nobody, Nobody fucking listens to oh, this, first God. of all. And, like, yeah, maybe people actually like the, like, craziness. Pity party. Uh, what? I'm not throwing a pity party.
0: Stop accusing me of that. Um, anyway, uh, if you feel like you need to wrap up, we can wrap up. I do have to pee, so that's a good a time as I need to why don't away. Why don't
1: you go to the bathroom and I'll do the wrap up since we've determined that you're incapable of this. Follow the pod. Do you want to do it, or do you want to let me do it? You were taking
0: forever. You were taking. I'm. A beat. I'm
1: leaving. Uh, I, I. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say this to you, and hopefully, I'll get to leave this in somehow, depending on the way that the conversation gets edited. But like, Uh-oh. honestly, dude, you really need to think about how long seconds are in your mind. Like, I took a one second pause, and you felt the need to jump in. Yeah. The reason I took a one second pause is so that I would have a cut so that that i could then edit to my proper outro now you decided to interrupt that after one second Yeah. have you met me what what i would what i would like for you to do right now is count to 45 seconds in your head you have to count to 45 seconds okay silently in your head starting right now okay guys thanks for listening tonight um If you want to follow the podcast on Instagram, follow it at green with an E underscore and underscore Lewis. Again, you guys need to help us out here. We want the pod to have a life beyond what it is. Uh, We said this last time and we'll say it again. We'll keep saying it every time. Uh, Please just promote us. If you're still listening after six episodes.
0: Mm.
1: Will, do you have something to say? Mm. Do you have something to add to this? Do you think Mm. you could do this better? Mm.
0: Just, I don't you like... didn't even get close to 45 <laughs> seconds Not tr- even close I got 22 20 seconds Oh Nah that's as good as anything Thanks, yeah, well, th- well it wasn't we It was you But we do appreciate uh, Sticking with it This is
1: another thing Stop trying to get the last word in I do the outro because I get the last word in Fine. Because you're not, incapable of doing it mm. No you're doing it again Stop trying to get the last word in Thanks for listening guys
0: Sound wasn't a word <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fuck you dude <laughs> Fuck that Fuck you Fuck this episode This one sucked
0: We're gonna talk about The flamethrower or no?
1: Yeah we can talk about Whatever you want Um, If you can monologue Do that But I'll give you The jewel charger Because I know That you need it I'm I, gonna I go I do And get,
0: you're gonna go To the fridge And yeah. get the, the things With the things Okay great I'm moving the. I'm leaning It's leaning Um, Yeah I don't know I Don't see it See it at, like, Williamsburg Cinema. Save yourself, like, eight bucks. It'll be fine. Film's good, but, like, meh. Maybe see a Hobson Shaw. Or see The Farewell. I'm gonna go Ugly Cry and watch that movie by myself. And embarrass myself in front of, uh, mm, you know, 75 people. Um, and no one is invited to my Ugly Cry session. So, uh, yeah. we're good okay we got some we have some frosty bevies um
1: whatever that just was i'm sure we'll make a very funny cold open when i discover it tomorrow (laughs)